welcome to Revolutionary Women. My name is Tess Silverman. Women around the world are constantly creating ways to make a difference in their communities, and today's guest is no exception. Hello, Rev Women listeners. August is Black Business Month. To honor this event, I decided to re-release the episode featuring Latasha Y. Ben, founder of Love Your Beauty, LLC. My guest today is Latasha Y. Ben. Latasha is the founder of Love Your Beauty, LLC, a beauty and fitness brand. She began her professional beauty journey in 2005 in Chicago, Illinois, where she started doing makeup for friends and family. Since then, Latasha has received training from celebrity makeup artists, as well as worked for MAC Cosmetics, Benefit Cosmetics, and Laura Mercier. She has grown her makeup career by doing makeup for theater productions, weddings and fashion shows, and obtained her esthetician license in 2013. Once licensed, she started to offer skincare services in addition to her makeup services. After a successful career in Chicago, Latasha packed up her tools and took her skills down south to Tampa, Florida. Formerly known as LY Bardistry, Latasha has rebranded her business to Love Your Beauty LLC, a beauty and wellness brand in which she has expanded her services and now offers makeup services, skincare consultations, fitness products and apparel, and promotes self-care and mental wellness. Latasha took her passion for fitness, wellness, and beauty and made it her business while shifting her focus from external beauty to internal beauty. Hi, Latasha. Welcome to Revolutionary Women. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm so excited to to be here and to talk with you today. Great. Same here. Thank you for coming on the show. (laughs) Um, So for those who don't know anything about you, um, could you just describe yourself a little bit, just a little brief summary before we go into some questions? Um, yeah, so my name is Latasha, as you already know. Um, I am, I don't know, what should I say about myself? Um, <laughs> well, okay, so I can start you off. Okay, so, so I, uh, well, it's okay, so I read that you were born in Baltimore, Maryland, and then moved to Alabama, then uh went to then moved to leo minster mass lemonster lemonster mass, Lemonster mass okay <laughs> okay right, out, right outside of boston for those oh, that don't know okay and then you spent some time in germany when you were young then uh-huh. chicago and now you uh-huh. live in tampa florida okay so why <laughs> all of those places <laughs> i know i know i guess i am i'm like a uh road warrior I guess but no my dad was in the army so I'm an army brat Uh and so that's why we moved around a lot my dad is from Baltimore which is where I was born Uh, my mom is from Lemonster Um, my brother was actually born there and then um, I don't actually remember the story of how they met but I believe my dad was stationed in Massachusetts when he met my mom oh cool and so we kind of bounced around between those two states as a kid and then um, moved to Germany. My dad got stationed in Germany. We lived there for a little while and actually have a younger brother who was born there. Oh, wow. um, so we were all born in different cities <laughs> and then um, got stationed in Alabama. I lived there for uh, maybe eight years. And um, from there, my mom remarried and my stepdad is from Chicago. And mm. uh, he moved us to Chicago when I was probably like 14. Wow. And um was there for the past 20 something years giving away my age but that's all right and um 
so I do call Chicago home. I was there for most of my life. That's where mm-hmm. I spent the longest time, and that's where I feel like I've had I have developed like roots, and you know I have I still have you know some family there and friends mm-hmm. and. I went to college there and oh, okay. started my life, started my career, started my business. Um, so wow. I do consider Chicago kind of home. And uh-huh. I moved to Tampa. Just it, moving to Tampa was just something I did. Um, I was in a place where I was like, I was just happy. I was in a happy space after going through this long healing journey. And I was, I told myself, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Whatever it is I want to do, I'm just going to do it. Oh, and yeah. I had came to Florida to visit a couple of times and I was like, I'm going to move here. <laughs> and oh, so wow. I did. So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, I've been here for the past three years. Oh, okay. So moving around all that, you know, all of those times growing up, was it hard to develop friendships or maintain friendships? I mean, you know, you moved somewhere for a few years, let's say, then you would have a friend or friends. And then was that hard to like, you know, start over in a way? It's, it's not real. No, not okay. really. Now that I think about it. And that's actually a really good question. Cause I was always a shy girl growing up. Uh-huh. So I don't, I didn't, I wasn't the one that would go and approach people and speak to them <laughs> and meet new friends. But somehow, no matter where I went, I always gained new friends, but I think oh. I tend to attract people oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, I don't know what it is, but maybe it is just me and my demeanor and my quiet demeanor. But I had uh, every school I went to, I, and I switched schools even when I was in the same state. Oh, wow. State. Okay. From, from first grade through 12th grade, not until I was a sophomore in high school. Uh-huh. So from first grade to 10th grade, I went to a different school every year. Oh, wow. Because even when I was in like Alabama for eight years, we still moved around mm. in Alabama. Okay. So it would have to change schools. So I, but I always met new friends. So I have friends all over. Hey, y'all, I have friends all oh, over the that's US amazing. that I'm very grateful for. And I mean, not for, you know, I have a small amount of friends that I talk to on a regular basis, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I have connected with, I've made connections everywhere I've gone. So I'm grateful for, for all of that. And all of those people that I've met through my journey, that's my really, travels. <laughs> well, that's really impressive. It's really cool. Especially, you know, I mean, when you're talking about middle school years, you know, teen, preteen, yeah. you know, it's hard for a lot of, I mean, you know, it, it's hard for some people to make friends, especially, you know, when you're talking about um, during those years of peer pressure or, or like, mm-hmm. you know, um, like having clicks and all of that, but I, I, I mean, you didn't have any problem, which was that's pretty incredible because you obviously had that personality where you could just like you know be in somewhere and okay, I can make a friend here, you know, I can, you you kind of like I guess you're, you're you're a connector of sorts, right? You, Somehow, yeah, okay. I guess so. I don't think I would have made it though if if I grew up in the times of social media. I'll mm. say that. <laughs> okay. You know, yes, there were clicks, but yeah. I I definitely feel for some of like especially someone that was quiet and shy like myself and mm. kind of awkward. Okay. Um, okay. I I don't think I would have made it <laughs> if Instagram and Facebook was around then. But uh, yeah, it's definitely. I think my childhood and growing up and moving around and meeting so many different people definitely has shaped who I am now. Oh, I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a, a broader view of the world because of all of the travel you did um, and meeting so many um, different types of people. 
right? So many yeah. people from walks of life. So do you like traveling? And what is it about traveling or living in different places that attracts you? It's so funny. I don't really like traveling like that. And, <laughs> oh, okay. And I think the and I think because I traveled so much as a kid uh, and moved around so much as a kid. Now that I'm okay. older, I uh-huh. like staying put. Now, granted, I like I like to take trips and vacations and go visit friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get homesick after about four or five days. I'm mm-hmm. ready to get back home. Oh, um, okay. And I I just I think that's why moving to Florida was such a big deal for me because even after my my parents moved out of Chicago and my brother moved out of Chicago, mm-hmm. I still stayed. And I just felt like this is home. I'm not moving. I get comfortable and I don't want to keep moving around. So um, I don't really, I don't, it's funny. And I never, I've never said, oh, I love to travel, but I, <laughs> I would love to, I want to be that person. But I, I mean, I like to take trips here and there, but right. I'm not, I, I won't say I'm a traveler. I don't love it. It's cool though. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, um, so in that respect is, so why Florida? What attracted you to Florida? Oh, the sun, the weather, mm, okay. um, the beaches. Uh-huh. I, you know, I had never been before and, oh. um, I had went on vacation with one of my friends and I, we were in Clearwater beach, uh, which is probably about 30 minutes, 30 miles from where I live now. Mm-hmm. And I was just here on vacation with her and I fell in love with it. Oh, and I okay. came again on vacation and I was like, you know what? One this day I'm going to live here. And okay. maybe like two years later, I moved. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ah, that's amazing. Okay. So um, so before you created your company, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes, you okay. worked you worked for MAC Cosmetics, Benefit Cosmetics, and Laura Mercier. Now, did you learn a lot working for those companies? And how did it translate to you creating your own company? Yeah. So my makeup career started with those companies for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I did learn, I think I learned how to talk to people for the most part. Makeup Mm -hmm. as an artistry always came natural to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I started doing makeup on other people when I was like in high school and even as a kid playing in my mom's makeup. And Mm -hmm. I don't, I I self-taught makeup artist. I tell people, Um, but working at those, I feel like anybody anyone who wants to be a makeup artist and, or even start their own business, they should definitely, and it doesn't necessarily have to be makeup, but they should definitely work a retail job Mm. (laughs) because you do learn, you know, there's that customer service aspect. There's a selling aspect. There's, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and approaching Mm -hmm. people and having to sell them a product and meet sales goals and things like that. So I would say that's definitely what I've learned working at at those, um, at those companies for sure. Just more of the people aspect of it. Got it. Okay. Um, so you created your company, Love Your Beauty, LLC, yes. which you started 15 years ago. Okay. So can oh you... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I read that. I'm like, wow. Okay. So can, I you... Know. so can you tell me what Love Your Beauty is about and what inspired you to create it? Yes. So originally, I created Love Your Beauty um, as my makeup artistry name. So when I first started 15 years ago, I was solely doing makeup Mm -hmm. and I was kind of, kind of figuring out where I wanted to be. Cause as a makeup artist, there's so many things that you could do. You could do TV, you could do theater, Mm -hmm. you could do, um, weddings. There's so much you could do. Um, and so I was kind of dabbling in all of it. I was working with a makeup artist who solely did theater and I was assisting her on projects. I was doing wedding makeup. I was partnering with photographers and doing photo shoot makeup. Um, 
I was working a makeup counter. So I was kind of doing it all. Uh -huh. um, and now it was really about me finding what I loved most about makeup and what I wanted to do. And it was all about, for me at the time, it was all about the transformations, like the things that you could do with makeup to, it, it, I mean, it's, it's just, it's beautiful. Mm. But at the same time, it was like, okay, let's, let's stick to what your natural beauty is, but like, let's enhance it. And mm. so that's where I came up with love your beauty because it's still like loving your natural beauty, but you know, makeup is fun. So let's play, let's play around oh. with color. Let's play around with different looks. And okay. so when I first started love your beauty, um, I went by LYB artistry. So it was it, LYB. It's, it is my initials, but it, it stands for love your beauty. Mm -hmm. And um, it progressed from makeup to skincare. Cause the more I was doing makeup, the more my clients started asking me about their skin. Oh. And um, so I went and got my esthetician license and became a licensed esthetician. Okay. And so I went from makeup to skincare and love your beauty has just kind of, it's very different now, which we can talk about, but it has mm -hmm. definitely transpired into something, you know, still beauty, but more right. so internal and, internal and holistic beauty at this point. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what yeah. prompted you to start Love Your Beauty? You know, oh gosh, this is such a good story. Um, so I, I was in HR. Uh, so somehow after <laughs> really? college, I, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I'm all over the place all the time. <laughs> so, um, I started, uh, I was, I, you know, in college, I majored in English. I thought I wanted oh, to geez. be a creative writing teacher okay. and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew I liked to write. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, when you're undecided like that, yeah. so English is such a broad major. I was able to do all kinds of different internships and like I did PR interns, I did writing interns for like mm. TV stations and um, teaching internships and um, somehow I fell, in, I fell into HR and I say this all the time to people. You don't just choose. I don't know anyone that's ever been like, I want to be an HR professional. Mm -hmm. They somehow end up in it. Uh -huh. And that's how I ended up. And I actually was on more of the, the positive side of HR. So I was a recruiter. Mm. And um, so I was I was working for um, a company called Redbox, the DVD, automated DVD rental company. Oh, sure. And yeah. I decided to go and get my MBA. Because uh -huh. I'm like, you know, I think I want to further my career in HR. So right. I'm going to go and get my master's. Okay. And I got my master's and they had a program that was like entrepreneurship business. Oh. And I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. I want to do that. I want to learn about, you know, entrepreneurship. I know nothing about starting your own business or anything. Uh -huh. And in the, so one of my classes, probably my second semester, I had to take a class. The whole class was about building a business plan. Right. Okay. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll use Love Your Beauty. And, you know, never had I thought about making it a legit business. Huh. Half the time I wasn't even charging people, you know, oh, I was like wow. doing it for fun. Uh -huh. And so I, I made my business plan for Love Your Beauty. And when I finished that class, I got great feedback for it, from it. And I finished that class and I never went back. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. Wow. <laughs> I just created a business plan, so I'm going to do it. Huh. And um, so I never finished my master's degree and, and I really don't plan on finishing it. But I feel like that was the journey I needed to take. I needed to take that class. I needed to be a recruiter to decide, let me go get my master's and then and then focus on entrepreneurship and then wow. take that class and then build that business plan and then start my business. And that's how it huh. that's how it started. Yeah, oh I, mean, I love that what, story. What a journey. <laughs> what a, I mean, from, right? from from creative writing or English right. major. <laughs> Yeah, you know, English major, then creative writing, then writing for 
TV or PR and then going into HR. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you've run the whole gamut. Okay, yeah, entrepreneurship, right. So, yeah, oh, right, those are internships. Yeah. But then you've got into HR, you've gone the whole gamut pretty much of, you know, it's like yeah. of, of you've kind of like gotten uh, your feet wet in a lot of different things and then zoned in on entrepreneurship, which is, that's pretty cool, you know, because you, you kind of, by then you were like, okay, I that attracted you more than anything else. So that's really great that you went from, you know, after finishing your business plan, it's like, oh, wow, okay, I can actually do this. So that's awesome. Exactly. Huh. Yeah, it was definitely a, a, a journey. And uh, I do sometimes like to call myself a chain of all trades, because I have the corporate experience, I have the retail experience, mm -hmm. educational experience, um, hmm. and creative, I guess. And, and so what was your aha moment for that? Um, for me, it was, it was probably like, I don't have to work for anyone. I could mm -hmm. work for myself. I could do this as a business. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, the first photo shoot, the profession, the first professional photo shoot I've done, I was doing uh, makeup for my cousin and for she was doing a, a photo shoot for a book cover. Mm -hmm. And um, she didn't, the photographer didn't have a makeup artist. She was supposed to come makeup ready. So I was like, oh, wow. I'll do okay. it. You know, so I'm doing her makeup and I go to the shoot and the photographer's like, wow, you did such a great job. And he's like, do you have a card? And I'm like, uh, no. And he's <laughs> like, you know, who do you work with? Ask me all these questions. And I'm like, um, no, I just do makeup for fun. <laughs> and uh -huh. he's like, you should really consider doing makeup as a business. And even then it was like, that was my aha moment. Like not wow. even thinking that this could be something that I could actually make a living doing. Right. And Huh. There's so, like I said, there's so many types of makeup artists out there. And even now, I don't even consider myself a makeup artist. But mm -hmm. uh, that was probably my aha moment was like taking that class, meeting that photographer um, and realizing like, you know, I don't have to be at nine to five or I don't have to do this. I mm -hmm. can do that and right. still be happy and still be successful. Oh. And um so yeah, that's a great story. Okay, so um, so there are tons of beauty products out there. What is different about Love Your Beauty? So Love Your Beauty, it's it's not it's not a product. Um, now I don't even consider myself a makeup artist. It is more of a, a brand and a movement mm -hmm. now. So I have transitioned uh, more recently into the into more of a focus of beauty and wellness. And so what that basically entails is, yes, I'll still do my, I still do makeup. I still practice skincare. Um, I still consult on skincare. Um, but I want to really incorporate more of like the health and fitness and wellness aspect into that. Because at the end of the day, that is really what beauty is, mm -hmm. like how you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what makes you beautiful. If you feel good, you look good. Um, mm. and I, so that's really what it is now. And so I am making love your beauty, um, is I want to, I want to say it's a brand. So mm -hmm. it, it's not, I don't have a product. Mm -hmm. Um, at least now I don't, I do have apparel that you can buy that say love your beauty to represent mm -hmm. the brand, to represent the movement. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have ideas for products, but nothing, nothing right now. Okay. Okay. So I mean, do you think beauty and wellness go hand in hand or are they should or are they separate or should they be like, you know, I mean, my question. Yeah. I mean, are they to are yeah. they, go, do they go hand in hand? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And it took me, it took me till recently to realize that, hmm. you know, because for a long time, it was all about looking good. You know, if I look good, mm -hmm. then I feel good, right? right? Yeah. So if my makeup is on point, if my hair is on point, yeah. if my body is on point, I'm working out because I want to physically look good. But after so long, yeah. if you don't feel good, if your mind and your heart's not right, you're not, it doesn't matter how much makeup you have on or how many, how many six packs you have on mm -hmm. your ass or whatever, um, that, that beauty is internal. Yeah. And so it does come hand in hand because I really... I really do feel that when you when you feel good and when you're healthy, that's that's beauty. Yeah. And, it, and and even more um, on a scientific level, I mean, our skin, our skin is literally the largest organ on our bodies. Mm. Mm -hmm. So if that's the only organ that is external, yeah. And so when we take care of our skin, when we take care of our 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 skin, literally by drinking water, by taking care, you know, using certain oils on your skin, like that's beauty and mm. it's literally when people ask me what I do how, how do you well, how's your skin so clear what do you do in your skin <laughs> I never name products I uh, never I say I work out I sweat and I drink a lot of water uh, <laughs> okay okay that's and that's you know so beauty is it, it starts from within and so I do think that beauty and wellness goes hand in hand because wellness isn't just about physical fitness it's you know mental health it's mm -hmm. spiritual health it's it's all of that right okay so can you think of a time when you thought you needed to do something that could affect your life and others? I think now, mm. I think what I'm doing now with Love Your Beauty, mm -hmm. um, I think transitioning more into wellness is allowing me to speak to a broader audience. Got it. So yeah. whether you wear makeup or not, mm -hmm. this is for you. Okay. Um, and, and, and it's not just, it is, I, my audience is, my audience right now, is women mm -hmm. and more active women mm -hmm. but men men can love their beauty too right yeah. so yeah. I think now is when when it when it clicked for me and I started wearing less makeup I started working out less I started doing less that had to do with my physical hmm. right and started doing more that had to do with my mental and my spiritual and then when I realized like wow, I'm mm. doing less, but I'm all of a sudden I'm looking better. I'm feeling huh. better. You know, yeah. my yeah. skin is glowing. <laughs> yeah. That's when it clicked for me. And I was like, okay, so I think if everyone else had that mindset and they realized that, you know, it doesn't, you can wear makeup and granted, I still love wear makeup from time to time. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. fun. It's the trans, like I said, the transformations are amazing. Um, but knowing that you don't necessarily need that to be beautiful and, and probably within the past COVID COVID is when it clicked for me. Cause I wasn't wearing makeup to go anywhere. Yeah. I was just in the house, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was in the house in gym clothes and I had to, you know, everyone was probably going through it and feeling uh -huh. depressed at certain moments. And, um, that's just, yeah, that's when it clicked for me probably wow. in the past year. Okay. So do you find that women have difficulty taking time to care for themselves or their well being, And, and why do you think that it is so? I think, I don't think they have a hard time doing it. Mm -hmm. I think they may, I think the challenge is why are you doing it? Uh -huh. And why do you, you know, nowadays and, and social media plays a big part of it. Yes. Yeah. Why are you, why do you feel like you need to have like plastic surgery or mm. get a tummy tuck or whatever? Why do you feel like you need that? Mm -hmm. um, who are you doing it for, you know? And, yeah. um, I, I think that's, it's not like, I feel like everyone 
has some some beauty regimen or some beauty mm-hmm. routine that it's easy for them to do unless you're just one of those moms you don't have time you're so focused on but we all have something that we do to care for ourselves to care for our external beauty but the question is why are you doing it and mm. you have to doing it for yourself and not for anyone else that's mm-hmm. the i think that's the challenge that a lot of people not just women but mm-hmm. have to overcome and i had to overcome it too mm-hmm. i had to ask myself when i was working out every single day and mm-hmm. wearing makeup every time i mm-hmm. stepped out the, the house it was like i wasn't doing it for me because mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't really care to work out every <laughs> single day i didn't really i'd be putting my makeup on like oh i do not feel like putting this makeup on <laughs> Um, but I wasn't doing it for me, obviously, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Thank you for that. Did your business suffer during the pandemic? It did. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a makeup artist, um, when I moved to Florida, I was doing makeup for commercials. Um, so TV commercials, oh, wow. obviously that shut down. I was doing makeup for weddings and uh-huh. obviously no one was was doing weddings. So yeah, yeah. so my, my business definitely was affected and it is still in the process of ramping back up. But during that time, it w- that, w- that allowed me to figure out like, okay, this could happen again and it's affecting my business because I'm a service provider. I touch people's faces <laughs> for a living. Yeah. So yeah. And it, that's when I started kind of thinking differently about Love Your Beauty and, and what else could I do with this brand? Because mm-hmm. this is my brand. It's been my brand for 15 years. I'm not, yeah. I'm not ever going to walk away with it. Right. But if I can't do makeup, what can I do with this brand? And what mm-hmm. does Love Your Beauty truly mean? And so, yeah, it definitely affected my business, but in good ways and bad, mm-hmm. bad ways, I'd say. Have you been able to do any, any Zoom um, meetings for your clients? Or do you do that? So... I have not done that. Um, I had, I previously I was doing, um, so I used to do makeup workshops, like live workshops. Mm -hmm. And um, I have, was it during the pandemic? During the the pandemic, I started doing um, like live skincare chats on like IG. But you know, you didn't have to pay for it or anything. It was just something I was doing. And I still do them from time to time where I do like a video where I'm posting like skincare tips and Mm -hmm. focus more on the skincare or skin health um, over makeup. Um, But I did miss doing the workshops. And that is something that I do want to bring back and it'll probably be more focused on skincare and wellness and health over makeup. Got it. Okay. Well, I I hope so. You know, now that it's starting to uh, you know, get a little better. Hopefully you can do that. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's been a rough couple of years, so, you know, it'll be, nice. be nice to actually like get you back up and, and have your clients see what Love Your Beauty is about. So, with, so with that, do you have any personal goals? Um, I just want to keep growing my brand you know, I want to take it as far as I can. Um, I do want to be recognized more in the fitness space. Mm -hmm. Um, Fitness has been something that's always been a personal passion of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never, it's kind of like makeup where I never thought about it as a business. And even now I don't see myself being a personal trainer or doing anything like that. But I do think that fitness and health um, is a big part of beauty and incorporating that into my brand in the form of like apparel line. So I have like an athleisure, athleisure apparel line, oh, okay. um, sports bras, hoodies, leggings, stuff that women can wear to work out in or oh. to wear to run errands. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I have my love, my love your booty bands are actually resistant bands to huh. enhance your booty so you don't have to oh, get a awesome. BDL or anything like that. You can just 
work your glutes yourself with the booty bands. Um, so I want to continue to grow the brand and, and encompass um, more of that fitness aspect into it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of where I see it going. Okay. I want to be able to move around a bit. Um, I love, um, I'm learning to love to like talk to groups of women about about this and about healing and health and wellness and beauty. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be able to uh, travel to do that only two to three days. So you remember, mm-hmm. I don't really care to travel. So <laughs> two to three days back home. But no, um, yeah, I just want to grow my brand as, as, and take it as far as I can really oh, okay. and be in that beauty and wellness space and not just being recognized as a makeup artist. Right. I love that. And so is there something you haven't yet done that you would like to do? Um, I would like to have my own skincare line. Um, I am, I'm not a product junkie. I Mm -hmm. am an ingredient junkie. So I, I tend to, uh, before I buy any skincare product, I'm like reading the ingredients. Mm -hmm. And when people ask me about products or what they should use on their skin, I tend to tell them the ingredient versus actual product. So I'm like, I don't know the brand name, but find (laughs) something that has glycolic acid in it about seven percent of glycolic acid or Uh you need hyaluronic acid or Uh you need glycerin whatever it is I say that and I'm like they probably don't know what this is so I (laughs) then I start recommending some of the products but I I realized uh sometimes it's funny like when you have um knowledge in your brain you don't even realize it's in there and then someone asks you a question and you just start spilling out all this information you're like wow I didn't even know that was in there So I do that a lot with skincare. And so I was thinking that would be dope to have my own skincare line. Um, Got it. Yeah. And if I ever did have a product, it wouldn't be makeup. It would be, it would be skincare. Oh, okay. So where do you see yourself in five years? Five years, I see myself, I probably doing more, Maybe doing more workshops, mm-hmm. less makeup, um, selling more apparel, having the apparel line uh, grow out, having the skincare line grow. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, I would love to just have my business work without me having to do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm just like chilling. Um, so but de- yeah, definitely yeah. grow your business. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. Grow. Do, do have my business do more for me and that way I can do less. Okay. Um, and so <laughs> how can anyone uh, find out about you and love your beauty? Yes. So I am on all of the social media outlets. Um, Instagram, it's love your beauty underscore LLC. Um, Facebook, it is uh, love your beauty. And um, my website is www.loveyourbeautyllc.com. Cool. Okay. Um, and is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners? Um, no, I mean, the biggest thing is just, you know, ask yourself whatever your beauty regimen is. And, you know, when you are doing something to enhance your beauty, just ask yourself why you're doing it. Mm. And if that answer is not because... I love to do this or because I want to do this, um, then, you know, maybe something needs to be shifted. Something needs to be changed. Like there needs to be um, some kind of healing going on inside. There needs to be some kind of internal work that needs to be done. Hmm. And man, when you do that work, it's hard. But when you do that work, 
everything just starts to fall in place. Mm. You know, that yeah. the body you want it all of a sudden exists. The, you know, mm. everything just starts to fall in place when you fix the inside, you know, when you focus on the internal beauty over the external beauty. Yeah. I mean, so you've had your brand for 15 years. Do you think that's how you were able to go from, you know, is that how your outlook on beauty shifted? From yeah, I think, so yeah, it's, I mean, having it be a part of my life for all this time, um, and then, you know, doing makeup, but also being in the fitness space on a personal level. Mm -hmm. So always just in the gym and loving to work out and loving to be active. Even as a kid, I always played sports. Mm. Um, I was that tomboy that also liked to play in makeup. It was, <laughs> it was weird. I told you I was awkward. Um, so being those two things being a part of my life for so long, uh -huh. it just over like over time. And it was probably during COVID when I realized like, wow, wait, I can combine these mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, yeah. it's all beauty. Right. right. Um, so, yeah, I think just over time and my me just growing as a, a woman, mm -hmm. I, I, I think differently. You know, I think differently than I did 15 years ago. Right. I better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all grow, right? Mess. Yeah. <laughs> we all grow, for sure. Right. We hope anyway. We hope. Exactly. Um, so if you had one thing to change that you wish you had done years ago, what would it be? I wish I would have thought of this sooner. I wish I would have. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of this maybe about 10 years ago. Hmm. When probably when I started my, my, my very serious health journey. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, would that have changed anything though? I mean, had, I, I kind of think that you had to go through all of the other roles and jobs that you had to go through to find you know, to probably zero in on this, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But maybe 10 years ago, I was still in a, I was in a space where I was very heavily doing makeup. I was mm, teaching, okay, I was yeah. doing skincare right. and I was still, I was focused on the fitness side, but just on a personal level. Uh, okay. So if I would have thought of that maybe like 10 years ago to combine it, uh -huh. then who knows where it would be now. And it could be, you know, more, more recognized. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But as far as anything changing, no, I wouldn't change my journey at all. Because like I said, every little thing, every change I made, every, you know, internship I did, every job I had led me here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so if you could go back in time, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh... I would just tell myself to stop worrying about so much. Stop worrying mm. about this, that, him, her. Just just focus on yourself and live and mm. just live. There's so much life to live. Yeah. Um, I just was always so stressed and overwhelmed and anxious all the time. Um, mm. And very money hungry. Mm. I would tell myself, wait, girl, there is more money to come. Just wait. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I would probably tell myself to stop worrying and enjoy life and yeah. Wow, I like that. That's really cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh, Latasha, thank you for spending some time with me today to talk about your brand, Love Your Beauty. Oh my gosh, um, I wish you lots of luck in continuing this um, 
initiative of yours, and I really hope it does take off. Um, and, you know, for, you know, I, I, I guess the one thing I can add is that, you know, I love the fact that you combined beauty and well-being because it, mm-hmm. it is one thing. And it's not all about just, you know, looking good on the outside. It's feeling good and looking and feeling good inside. So, you know, a lot, um, so many people forget that, I think, you know, um, especially Mm -hmm. in this whole social media world, (laughs) you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm guilty of that also. It's like, okay, wait, no, I don't look that good yet. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) It's like, change the filter. (laughs) Change the filter. So, you know, but at the end of the day, you really have to really feel comfortable within yourself and and know that, you know, that's who you are. So, and love yourself for it. So, oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. Oh, well, I appreciate you so much, Tess. This oh, was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tess. Okay. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. That's our show for today. I've posted more information about Latasha Y. Ben on RevWoman.com. Thank you for listening. And I hope you'll tune in every Thursday for another episode of Revolutionary Woman. You can listen to Revolutionary Woman on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Just a little note, I've launched a Patreon account to support the show. All proceeds will go to producing and editing the episodes to give my poor husband a break for being my personal IT and production department. He wrote this. The address is patreon.com slash revwoman.